This is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will conclude a sermon in his series on heavenly authority. We are looking at how authority works under the new covenant. And when we left off, Pastor Greg was reading from 1 Peter chapter 2. That we may proclaim, proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We wouldn't even know what was going on in our lives if we didn't have the Lord Jesus Christ. There would be no hope of salvation, no hope of answers without him. So we can't get so depressed or caught up in one particular situation that we forget the great light that God has given us. We're called to proclaim that he has called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. If we don't have an attitude of thanksgiving in our hearts, if there's no desire to proclaim the praises of Jesus Christ, something is wrong. Again, it's a thermometer to tell us to take our temperature to say, we need to go on our knees and say, Lord, why? Why am I not thankful the way I should be? Why don't I proclaim the praise of what you've done? And seek the Lord to help us and to heal us. So he tells them that we're a chosen generation, we're a royal priesthood, we're a holy nation, a special people to proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You once were not a people, just in case you think it's speaking only of Israel, speaking of all, Israel and the Gentiles. You once were not a people, but you are now the people of God. You had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. A people based upon forgiveness. I will forgive their sins and I will remember their iniquities no more. A people based upon the heart. A people based upon a new contract, better than the old, more glorious than the old, not open to one nation, but to all tribes and tongues to make them a special people a chosen nation, a holy priesthood. So what was a symbol in the old? What was a type in the old? The priest, the descendants of Aaron ministering at the altar. We now have the ultimate truth, what it was a symbol of, replacing Jesus Christ, offering himself and making access into heaven. We have the reality and is the symbol precious? Yes, the Old Testament should be studied. It's not abolished. But those rituals are passing away. We are not to go back under those rituals, those symbols, those types. We have a new, greater reality in Jesus Christ. And in there we speak about the priesthood of all believers and that there is no mediator, there is no one that needs to stand before you to God to go into the Holy of Holies for you, that's of this world, of human flesh, some priest, some minister, some reverend. It's not like that under the New Covenant. What does it say in 1 Timothy? 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. There's only one man that can stand between you and God as the true intercessor, 
the true mediator, the true one who provides access to the Holy of Holies, and not just for himself once a year, but for all of those people that trust in him, believe in him, giving them access into the true Holy of Holies, which is heaven, the dwelling place of the Father. One mediator, one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And why could he be the man to make the intercession? Well, he was one of us, he's son of man, right? But he's son of God, he's perfect. Without spot, without blemish, only he could make the access, the entryway. Unlike the frail priests of this world, the old didn't work to give them salvation under the old covenant for eternal life. So why do we think then in some churches that if we go back into some old type of system where we have a man mediating for us, forgiving our sins, hearing our confessions, being the one to stand between us and God when that man is a sinner, and how many of them have been proclaimed sinners in the past few years, why would we go back to the old, which is not even the old. It's not what God prescribed. It's some type of copy, false human tradition copy of the old, when under the new, there is only one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. And we are all called to be priests and kings in Jesus Christ. It's amazing it would happen. That's why Jesus told his disciples, beware of the yeasts of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Power positions will arise. People like the attention. They like the power. They like being the person. And you know something? A lot of people like having it that way because why? One gets all the ego and all the power, and the other is relieved of all the obligation. I go, I do my religious duty. I go to Mass on Sunday or maybe a couple times a year. But after all, the priest takes care of that for me. He gives me my communion. He, he anoints me with oil before I die. And that's all I need to do, right? He baptizes me as a baby. I have no other requirements. It alleviates the responsibility. Look at the responsibility. What are we called to be? A special people, a chosen nation, a holy priesthood. Well, you have to live that way then, right? Every believer in Jesus Christ. But when you have the separation, well, you live like that for me. We give you the power and the authority, and then I go about my life, and I don't have to be too religious and still think I can go to heaven. It's not just the a clergy that likes the power. Many times the people like to give the clergy the power because it relieves them of what they don't want to do. That's not the new covenant. In the new contract, there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. It's very clear. Anything else is a distortion. Now, when you speak about heavenly authority, what we'll see as we go through the New Testament is that there is an authority structure in the new because not everyone's at the same place at the same time. You can't have total chaos. And we will see that authority must be recognized in the body of Christ, that there are different parts, different spiritual and organizational offices, different ministries. As it says, just take a look quickly at a couple of them. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 26. Paul gives the example of a body, a special people, a special nation, one body, the body of who? The body of Christ. And he says, 
And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. We're connected. Every believer in Jesus Christ is connected whether we like it or not. That's the way it works. That's the way the body works. People have different gifts, different ministries, but everyone has something they're supposed to do. Now, you are the body of Christ and members individually. Verse 28, And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts, plural, gifts of healings, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. So there are different offices. Again, if you look at Ephesians chapter 4, this is for coordination, right? Body needs to function and be whole and healthy. There are these different offices. There are positions of authority. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For, and here's the purpose, and we'll come back to the scripture, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. Because all the saints have ministry to do, right? You're a chosen people, a holy nation, a special spiritual holy priesthood. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. To bring everybody up. This is not, this authority structure is not to have those that can go up the mountain and look down at the rest who stay far back behind the boundaries. This is an authority for a purpose of equipping for the ministry to bring as many up into the same position as possible. To make as many Moses, as many believers, as many priests as possible to make a chosen people where all will know him from the least to the greatest. The authority structure in the new is not to leave behind and to make a division, but to pull up that each becomes made into the image of Christ. To a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That's the goal. And the key to the authority is the Lord's words, which we've studied. If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. That's in Mark chapter 9, verse 35. So in the study of authority in the New Testament, we see that there are authority positions that must be recognized in the body of Christ, different offices, different ministries, and there has to be a respect for authority. And we see at the same time that all true believers are meant to be priests of God and ministers, servants, that's what minister means, servants of the new covenant, not subject to any man's judgment, but judging about all things. For the spiritual man will see has the mind of Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great gift to us, Lord, that every man, woman, old, young, has a special place in Christ Jesus, can walk through that veil, can boldly have access through your open door into heaven, 
because we have one mediator, one perfect, pure, holy high priest, Jesus Christ. And you called us, Lord, to be his people. You've called us to be a holy priesthood, a chosen nation, to be priests and kings, to rule and reign with him. And we cannot even begin to imagine the greatness of that calling. We cannot even begin to imagine the holiness and purity and specialness of that calling that you give to each who believes in Jesus Christ, who has truly repented and turned to Jesus Christ as Lord. Father, help us to recognize the specialness of that call that we would not seek to place religion, to compartmentalize it and place it as something on a Sunday morning, but rather that we would take hold of the responsibility of this great stewardship that you give to us. And one by one, as your body, turn to you and desire that close fellowship, that special place where Jesus Christ is Lord, directing our lives by his Holy Spirit, that we might proclaim his praises and lead many from darkness to light. Help us, Lord, to see that we can come directly to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We invite you to visit Shi'ar Jashub on the web. The address is www.shi'arjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G Make it your site for serious Bible study. And may the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.